despite a panel of X-Files alum at the helm and a promising premise, flighty performances and poor execution keep Final Destination from ever taking off. To which I say, fuck you. That's so you're it. Full, you're, you're big time in on this movie, huh? I'm in. Okay. Are you uh, not? I am I am not out on this movie. I'm just not. I'm I'm very like middle of the road on this movie. Like it's okay. It was, it's it's a fine movie. <laughs> all right, all right, okay. I I don't know. Maybe I mean obviously it's Halloween. Maybe it did hit me at the right time. I did watch it with my sister and my girlfriend, so like we were just kind of having a good time, enjoying ourselves. So I do think that it lends itself to that type of atmosphere. Watching it with a group and kind of laughing at stuff that is kind of silly. Being a bunch of silly geese, is that what you're saying? <laughs> just being a bunch of silly magoos. I, I had an interesting experience watching this just because, like, I, I thought I would like it, and I still did. I just, I didn't love it. It was, it was like, it was, it was all right. It was, it was, it was, an, it was an all right movie. All right. I think what I love, and I didn't know this way back when because I'm not sure any of us did, but I think what I love the most about it was that generation of horror films like the mid to late 90s it was all about the slasher it was all about this sort of you know mystery person stalking people and killing people and stuff and that was sort of it was sort of at its apex i think right around now you know you had the scream franchise you had i don't even fucking urban legend whatever the rest of those movies are i know what i know what you did last summer i know what you did last summer exactly yeah talk about slasher movies oh boy oh yeah oh yeah uh, probably, I would say at least one of those movies is on our list. I think so, and those have been on a lot lately, uh, as well. Have they? Okay. Well, okay, so 2000 is where it's starting to kind of wear out its welcome a little bit. They have this, I think, fantastic new spin on it, because it really is following the slasher format. You have the person alone in the house, you have the person who doesn't believe, they get fucking chopped in some creative, ridiculous way, and then four years later you have the saw movies which are these like death trap like creative ways to kill people and like maim people i, I love the saw just... franchise more than any of these like i except for maybe like scream one i love the saw franchise so goddamn much yeah but do, do you see the inspiration though i do i do and uh you're right it's definitely it's 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 a different spin it's you know the the villain or the or the slasher in this case is just death itself. You look just, like you give a thought. <laughs> I'm just I, I'm 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 having a hard time with this one. Like I I I honestly I I don't have a lot of notes. Like the movie was just fine. Wow. And I I don't have a hard line on this. And I'm gonna try and do some other stuff throughout the the course of this podcast to make my presence not just a complete fucking waste of people's time. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I, I fired it up last night. I, I finished it this morning. I was going to finish it by myself last night when Jamie fell asleep. She was actually into it. We had 23 minutes left, and she was like, do you mind if we wait till the morning to finish it? I'm like, yeah, no big deal. Like, it's it's cool. It's not like I, I couldn't have multitasked and finished up my notes this morning. So we did that, and I just I, – I, I had a difficult time writing stuff down. I just I, – nothing really pissed me off. Nothing really – had me like in love with it so here we are with just like a fucking c plus movie i don't know man i just think that it's a fucking fantastic premise i and i do think that 
I agree with I agree with that. It is it is an yeah. excellent premise. Yeah, and I think that it's a perfect balance of camp and actual. It's not scary. Like it's, it's not, not a at all scary. scary movie. It's there are tense moments. There are suspenseful yeah. moments. No, there are no moments that are scary. Except for me, I'm not a great flyer. I don't know if we've talked about this on on here or not. I I, I have. I've flown with you. I know. I have some. I have some pretty serious flight anxiety, um, and the opening scene really didn't fucking help with that. I'm glad I'm not flying for the for for the foreseeable future. Like COVID's doing yeah. me a favor there because I'm flying man, next month. Oh well, I hope you have a better experience than this. Are you flying to France by any chance? No. All right. Good. Thank God. Let's start. <laughs> flying to Virginia. All right. Flying to Virginia? Yeah, I don't feel like driving nine hours. I don't have a car. Uh, it's cheaper it's... to fly than rent a car and drive. Well, down then, there. then, then you've you've made your case. Good, sold. Exactly. Unless you know something happens as a mechanical. Oh, God forbid! I don't want to say. It. <laughs> yeah, don't even say. Don't even go down that road. <laughs> no, I won't. But speaking of, I mean, I think we're obviously going to get into it. So I guess you're in on the the actual crash that scene. Yeah. Oh, you're not. I, I think. I think it's fantastic. Like, because if put yourself like in the back in the shoes of like seeing him for the first time. Yeah. Him dozing off or whatever. Like you don't see him doze off in the back row. Like you just see him have like, he thinks he's changing seats with the girls and being a hero and maybe we'll get his, you know, pickle tickled uh, at some point in France. (laughs) Um, And, and this horrific scene happens and you're like, holy fuck. Like there's people getting ripped out of the plane. It's fucking tense there's you know he's losing half of his student body here where do we go from here and then he just jars awake you're like oh cool like this is where we're going (laughs) i mean i don't i didn't watch the trailer for this so i don't know if there was any sort of like misdirection as to like what this movie was gonna be um but i i I don't know that honestly i well speaking of stat island movies movie experiences we we I touched upon this last week. I went to this movie with a girl on Staten Island, and we speaking of pickle tickling, oh boy! No, 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 no. I didn't get. I didn't get the. What did you call it? The over the over the OTPHJ. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't get one of those. But uh, we we did we did make out, and uh, that that was you, it. You went you went with her. I went with her on Staten Island terms. I went with her. Very good. Good for you <laughs> making out with I girls. Went, I went to Final Destination to go with a girl. <laughs> we made out. Anyway, no big deal. So, so uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I'll defend this movie. I, I think that it's more fun than anything. It didn't scare me. It didn't even, even like the the gruesome death scenes didn't make me squirm a lot. They really didn't. No. And and I actually now probably want to watch a couple more of them in the franchise, like two and three at least, because yeah. I think they stepped their game up, if I recall correctly. Like with the death scenes, I think they got more creative and more outlandish and more kind of ridiculous, even. And I think definitely yeah. more gory um, in the uh, in the upcoming ones. There's one that, that the accident that they prevent or like evade is like a roller coaster one. I think that's the other two or three. Yeah. Uh, I think though I think that one, if if my memory serves, gets really graphic. Like there's a there's a barbed a barbed wire fence that gets like exploded at someone, cuts them into multiple pieces. At one point, nice. Um, yeah, there's there's some really good ones I think. So I think the next couple of days maybe I'll just dive back down this rabbit hole. So I guess as we're discussing this movie, if it makes you want to watch more of the franchise, like it did its job, like it 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 served its purpose. It, I, like I said, I, I didn't 
I didn't hate this movie. I'm not walking away from it, you know, going to kill it on this on this pod, but maybe I liked it more than I thought. So I hear that the third one, my sister was very adamant about saying that the third one is the best one. Oh, that I got to go to at least three, but I, I can't I can't jump two. I think there's five. There's five. Yeah. I, yeah. I've got them. Yeah. I distinctly remember the third, the second one. I don't remember the third one. I remember the car accident one, the first, uh, the second one. And that was insane. Okay, so then maybe two is the car accident, and three is the the car accident one has like the like the lumber and like all like the wood that like yeah. falls off a big truck. Yeah, it had my worst fear. It had my one of my driving fears is like dropping a bottle of water or something like that underneath the brake, and not mm. being able to stop it. And it has that in it. Uh, sneezing is mine, big time. Like when I every time I sneeze when I drive, I assume <laughs> I'm getting into a horrific accident. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> I don't have that fear, but I could see I could see where you're coming from. Um, so yeah, so they made them basically every three years from 2000. One was yeah. 2000, two was 03, three was 06, four was 09. And then I guess they did probably a money grab with five because four is called the final destination. So it makes you think that's the end of it. Yeah. But then they make final destination five. If memory serves, final destination five is 3D. Ooh. Yeah. That's another Which I don't know if watching that at home. Do you watch? Do people watch 3D movies at home? I don't know. Our, t- our TVs can't project 3D. That's what I mean. Like, if you're gonna make a movie, right? But but if you're gonna make a movie in 3D and it, it I don't know. I, I just never understood that. I just didn't. I just never did. Like, what's the reach know. after the theater? I don't know. As I look up five, it was released theatrically on August 12th and on DVD December 27th. So no, that movie good. fucking stunk. let's do some stats shall we sure final destination a 35 percent score on rotten tomatoes a 68 percent audience score released saint patrick's day 2000 what was i doing on saint patrick's day 2000 oh yeah i was making out a girl i was making out with a girl in uh in final destination good for you buddy (laughs) i wasn't out drinking it's a good boy Sorry, a good boy just stop. smooching. I a good boy. Sorry. Smooching on somebody's fucking daughter at <laughs> the movies. All right, I gotta stop. Anyway, opening box office, just over $10 million. Number one that week, Academy Award winning performance, Aaron Brockovich. Yep. From Miss Julia Roberts. Other box office notables, I only wrote down the whole nine yards. The list is really not compelling at all, other than that. Like, there's just nothing that good to me on that list. I caught one number 16, but just before I was gonna click oh, out go, of it. I don't go that far down. I didn't. I usually don't either. But the sixth sense with 1.8 million in week number 20. Week 33 on my list. Oh, was it 33? Last week was 20th. Previous week was 20. Oh, got it. Got it. Okay, it was week. Okay. It was week 33. So yeah, well, out for half a year. Wow, that's insane. It is. That's insane. That's more money in that one week than Boondock Saints made in its entire run. Well, and not uh, not incorrectly so. as it was a much 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 better fucking movie indeed budget 23 million dollars domestic box 53 and change worldwide box almost 113 million dollars so you can see why they made a fucking bunch of these afterwards because they made 90 million dollars worldwide on this movie like the talent cost nothing like it it was yeah yeah, i mean it's it's a commercial home run for the studio on this one yeah, there's uh, nothing more you can ask for in no. in, in cheap, terms of a horror movie, movie and get yeah. get nine nine figures worldwide. Like that's a that's a fucking smash hit. Uh, stars Devin Sawa of Little Giants fame, 
Ali Larder of whipped cream bikini fame and Sean William Scott of Stifler fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, no real cameos of any note. I mean, like a couple of a couple of like that guys, but no one like super intriguing to me. What do you got? You look like you I have, have someone. a major one. A major. We, we br- yes, we brought this up. Major on the cameo. <laughs> we brought this up on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. You might not remember the Liberty New York Rangers alternate jersey. Oh, it's on my notes, but not as a cameo. <laughs> yep. Okay. As, <laughs> as I as I re-listened to the Mighty Ducks one. Um, during the week, yeah, I, I I did my hockey jersey aside there, and I he, yep, it popped up. It's a custom jersey for Stiffo's character. It has his last name on the back, no number, just his last name. A little bit weird, but well, because they wanted to pay homage to Alfred Hitchcock. Big hockey fan, was he? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I have to uh, I have to point this out. I know you don't like this. Uh, actor from Lost. We have another actor from Lost. <laughs> David Roebuck, who plays Arts, who blows himself up at the end of season one. Who does he play in this movie? Uh, he plays the lead detective. Okay, so he's a pretty big that guy from other stuff. Like he's yeah. he's in like American Gangster, and like I looked him up. If I'm talking about the same guy, yeah, probably. All right, cool. So that's yep, your got to do it. Got to do it. Yep, yep. That's a category you're trying to make happen. Good for you. <laughs> it's gonna happen. I have like three people who are like, you should do that. That's a uh, lie. I don't have any people. I just want to do it. Cool. Anyway, key anyway. reviews. Uh, Roger Ebert gave this movie three stars, which I thought, given Fuck like yeah, his track Raj. record with like some some much better movies in history that he like panned, it's very surprising that he gave this. Uh, he gave this three stars. Yes. Yes, for sure. Categories. Let's do Cringe, it. Most cringeworthy scenes. Every New York accent. Yeah, the accents are not good in this. Yeah, no, this is very much uh, like a Canadian movie trying to be a New York movie, and it is just fucking maddening. That's my mm-hmm. own. That's my biggest gripe with this movie. Yep, the range, the Rangers jersey, the departure from JFK, uh, the Long Island uh, yeah. school, and yeah, nothing. Oh, we'll go to the city. We'll catch a Yanks game in the future. Oh my god! When I, I when I get over my brother being dead and all our friends blowing up in a plane, we'll go catch a fucking Yanks game, huh? Yeah, I wanted to throw my remote through the TV. I yeah. fucking hate him. Not great. Um, they used archive footage from that plane that crashed in Queens in like 1998. I can't imagine how that, for lack of a better word, flew. Yeah, I, I, I don't get If I, I were a family that. member of somebody in that fucking plane crash and they were using the archive footage for this little horror movie, I wouldn't be happy. No, not at all. I guess convenient timing for the movie. It came out a year and a half before 9-11. Um, yes. I guess we can get to this later about whether this movie can be made these days, but it sure couldn't have been made two years after that. Absolutely not. I mean, do you think that that's enough to like cancel the flight him acting that way cancel the flight no throw his ass off the flight yes i mean they did right so i think i think the the consequences befit the actions yeah not like fucking due date yeah now that's no, a, this is a reason they kicked off a plane right not due date last this, week this plane's gonna explode yes you should be thrown off a plane <laughs> yes exactly. being, sn- being snarky to another man on the plane <laughs> not a reason to be thrown off of a plane <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, he, and alex doesn't even get rubber bulleted he just gets no. fucking escorted and and not for nothing why is carter so pissed off i think he was carter get gets an, up he was yeah, he wants to, get to an fight. ph on the plane <laughs> and 
<laughs> he ru- he ruined his chance at it. Yeah, but why would you get up to like if you if you wanted it to? I don't know. Carter's Carter's logic was not great in this. He's not I'm a not lot a of Carter. Not a lot of Carter is great in this movie. No, no, Carter is uh, is on my my list. Mm. Another list. Another naughty list. Oh boy. But 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 anyway, uh, yeah. The 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 catch. Okay, question. Do you always have? A fucking French-speaking TSA when you fly out of Air France, no matter what airport that you're in. Definitely not. So why does that always happen in movies? If you're flying out of Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris, maybe. Yes. Or likely. If you're flying out of fucking JFK, no, no one is making announcements in French. Nope. No. And and the person you greet that that greets you for your bags is not French. Also correct. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I'm not a world traveler, but I was good. I I wanted to call. uh, Call a little bullshit on that. While while they're at the airport, Todd, I think his uh, his his buddy who perishes at some point, was like, "Hey man, let's go take a shit." That was like, funny. It's, <laughs> that made me it's, laugh. It's, it's sure, but like, it's so random. And his logic is a little backwards, but a little bit makes sense. Um, I I get the shits. fact that like, I sure, and and you should always try to pre dump before you pre board the plane. Yeah, but like having your buddy come up to you as if like you had never shit or flown before in your life. Be like, Hey man, let's go take a dump. And they go <laughs> next to each other in adjoining stalls. Like, no, like there's not a circumstance like short of a severe emergency where I'm willingly shitting directly next to a person. No, no, I'm a very shy pooper. I would not, that would not have flown with me. I the shy you sphincter, know, do you not? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I was in a, not to be gross, but I was in No, we're talking about shit, but I was in, um, I was somewhere. I don't fucking know. And there were two guys just like having a conversation in Spanish. The the stalls next to each other. Unacceptable. And they were just fucking trumpeting into the toilet. Yeah. And just like, you know, talking like nothing's wrong. And uh, no, no, no. Sorry. Unacceptable. I need space. And lots of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> when he, when he pulls out the penthouse magazine, and then he contemplates whether or not to jerk off to that or the picture of Ali Lauder in the newspaper. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was just yep. kind of like, uh, he's so like, like 16. He's got, he also has a computer there. It's 2000. Uh, it's, still, it's, still, it's still dial-up days. Like, you can get pictures. You can't get like you, you porn or, or Pornhub or whatever, but you can get yeah. naked pictures and jerk what off to those. What are those websites, Chris? What are those, what are those Google. websites? Google. Actually, back then it was probably like Ask Jeeves and like search boobies no. <laughs> <laughs> female breasts into ash jeeves <laughs> i think the first time i try to look at porn on my parent like on my like dining room fucking packard bell when my parents were not home from work at i think i just typed in playboy.com because i didn't know what else to look for <laughs> and then like those pop-up things like the pop-up windows with pop-ups all the, and uh, there's definitely a paywall for for playboy What's that? Yes, no, there absolutely was. Because we were like, this sucks. This is no, there's no, there's no porn here. Yeah. I don't have a credit card. <laughs> now it's like, are you over 18? Yes. Good. Yep. You're in. That's it. You can watch the most. I don't even think you filth- need to fucking do that anymore. Uh, right? On some sites, yes. And some sites, no. But yeah, you can basically just with a click, just watch the most vile shit on the internet these days. So, you know, <laughs> good for people's penises and vaginas. Yeah, they'll never know. They'll never know the hardships of uh, dial-up nope. porn. Nope. Anyway. Anyway, other scenes that are cringeworthy. The whole scene with the mortician, like when they sneak I in. I fucking and, loved it. 
it's uncomfortable. It's 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 very much cringeworthy. Like you, you might have liked it, but it's definitely a cringeworthy scene. Like he's a creepy fucking dude. Oh, I think you and I have very conflicting ideas as to what like cringeworthy means. Does it make you cringe? Is my is... <laughs> but no no but but I I <laughs> I like. I like cringing when I watch movies. I think it's a good sensation. That means like whoever the writer or whatever, they're doing something right. Cringeworthy to me means it stinks. Okay, so I think we, I think both work, and I think you can address the merits of the cringe when okay. citing the scene. So like this, you think it's cringeworthy, but in a good way. I think it's more of a bad way. Like it, it almost hurt me to like watch this man talk to to high school students about their dead friend. Well, this is this is where I was like, they kind of pick and choose when they lean into the camp, and I thought that they totally lent like, I think they totally just went for it in this scene because it's, I mean, it is kind of a bad scene, but you do need it. You do need somebody to explain that fucking death. Yeah, you need that. Yes, yes. Then who better? Otherwise, it'd be it'd be insane for them to guess that fucking the Grim Reaper was just hanging out waiting to kill them. Correct. So a man who's, you know world is death it makes sense for uh for him to explain that to them that's his that's his role so i get the 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 purpose of it but the character and his just demeanor yeah makes me physically cringe yeah i mean i think um i just love tony todd i thought it was a cool cameo i didn't mind it i didn't hate it It was definitely maybe maybe i'll uh, do a new thing well characters who were in the movie the rock and i'll start with this (laughs) i'll start with this i've never seen the rock so now are you fucking kidding me yeah, I know. I'm going to take a beating this week for that. Man. I know. I get it. I get it. I'm usually the guy who hasn't seen Your the Your losing the streak movies. is over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Awesome. I know. Wait, is that a Michael Bay movie? Yeah. Yeah, I don't seek his stuff out. You should seek this out. Okay. Have you seen either any of the Bad Boys movies? Yeah, I saw one and two. Okay. I haven't seen uh, For Life yet, though. I have I have it on DVR. Once I finish pummeling Breaking Bad, I'll, I'll fire that up one night. I do remember ordering it on pay-per-view and back in the old days where you like ordered it and then had to like time it out because it would only play every two hours. Yeah. It was on a strict schedule. Yeah. And then I ordered it and then I, I don't know, I did something and then I fucked it up and then I fell asleep. So yeah. What a moron. Right. But that would happen. You'd order it and then you never get to watch it because you just, uh, you know, your day changes. Yeah. Sometimes you would buy speed three times in a year. (laughs) No, I bought it for good now. Good. Anyway. What were we talking get, about? What movie? Let's get let's get back on track here. More cringeworthy <laughs> moments. When the teacher pours the vodka into her coffee mug, I get that the temperature change between the hot, uh, the hot tea and the and the the ice cubes would make the mug crack. I don't get how she walks like fifty feet in her apartment, just pouring vodka out the bottom of her mug and has no fucking idea that's happening. Like <laughs> if you're that stressed and you're pouring a drink, like you would know. Like you know if you're losing valuable alcohol. Not a single drip on her little toesy or anything like that. Just absolutely nothing. I agree with that. That's uh, that's pretty. That's pretty bad continuity. Yep. That is a little lazy. Oh, Mrs. Also, Luton. That's it, Mrs. Luton. So is she drinking vodka with tea, or is she drinking no, just she's, vodka? In she it? got scared and threw the tea at something that scared her behind her. I was like, ah, fuck, whatever. It's just a mug. Uh, 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 whatever. And then decides that tea shouldn't settle her down, that the vodka in her freezer should just see in the empty mug that she threw the tea out of, throws two big ice cubes and a eight fingers of vodka. Got it. I mean, don't you drink alcohol out of a coffee mug if you're trying to hide that you're drinking alcohol? Yeah, it's not, not at home. But maybe uh, she was packing to move, so maybe she was out of, like, just limited on uh, 
on glassware, on drinkware options. That's that's she was that's... she was leaving town, definitely. She was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Can I play devil's advocate on this? Please do, sir. What if death was catching the little driplets and then like No, it dripped all over the out? floor. Right, but what if he was diverting it so where she couldn't step on it? What if death was like hanging but out? She just down didn't there notice. Like... like if you pour yourself a cocktail and you're walking from the from from the counter to the couch and you lose like a third of the cocktail on the way over, like you're not gonna look down and be like like it's not her eighth cocktail where she's like three sheets to the wind and like has no idea like what's happening. Like it's her first drink. Okay. Where's your booze? Okay. <laughs> Eight goddamn whiskey sours. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> um also in that scene where she dies, it's not it's not cringeworthy at all, but um it's like a foreshadowing thing. The stained glass on her on her front door is a dagger facing down. Oh, is that like obvious foreshadowing bullshit? Uh, I mean, it's it's after it's it's either after she died or or at least after the knife is in her the first time before Devin Sawa helps kick the chair over and bury the knife in a little bit more. Then the explosion just puts the knife straight through the floor into her. I just rewatched that it padded, and um, all the characters right before they're about to die, there's like an X that like either hangs over them or like they step on or something like that. So yeah, th- that's always cool. But something as obvious as like, actually, have you seen a star is born? Yeah. A bunch. The, my one, 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 one little gripe about that movie is the fucking noose on the billboard hanging above mm. Bradley Cooper in the very beginning. It's like, come on. Like it's literally on a billboard advertising yeah. it. That. And in the previous three versions, the main character killed himself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, come on. I mean, if you hadn't seen it yet, I know people who hadn't seen it. I hadn't seen the other three. I know that there's something bad happened. I didn't know he, I actually didn't know that uh, the main character killed himself in the first three. So I will do, no, no. Did you? I knew because my mom told me. All right. So why are you giving me shit? Because it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's fair. All right. Other um... (laughs) other cringeworthy scenes. When. When Devin Sauer goes to make one of like his getaways from the the FBI, he jumps in a fucking paddle. Oh my god! Like, oh my let god! Me gra- I had let that. me grab my oar and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he has this little like Tonka toy rowboat. He's yeah. in like three feet of water, and they're like, "Hey, get back!" <laughs> it's the least efficient getaway of all time. Like, let me exert all this energy and go really slowly into this middle of body water where people can just wait for me wherever the fuck I'm headed. <laughs> <laughs> Instantly, the FBI was like, oh, he's going this way. There's only one place he's going, and they could get in their cars and go there way faster than this moron rowing a boat. <laughs> Very good point. Um, also, the Home Alone little booby trap system that he sets up to, to cheat death as he's like yeah. eating a can of tuna fish or whatever the fuck he's eating. Gross. That really, to just, me. That, that's cringeworthy. Yeah, whatever that was. Gross. Like the. the like the sardine can that he eats out of Yuck. and then like not for nothing he pulls off the sardine lid and it's this very sharp sharp little object that he's like holding in front of his face that could easily you know slice his throat if death wanted mm-hmm. not smart not smart bring a banana yeah it's potassium will you <laughs> uh when todd's shaving before he falls into the clothesline and, and accidentally hangs himself he has no fucking facial hair. What was he shaving? Oh, he stinks. Sure. But again, like continuity, like if that, if you're going to set it up with a kid shaving, like at least have him have like a little bit of stubble. Like it wasn't even like the little like dirt mustache you have the first time you shave. Like <laughs> the kid's a fucking senior in high school has a bald face and is shaving with a single blade razor. Uh, whatever, guys. I whatever. didn't catch that, but I could see how it would 
upset you. As, and, as and a the, beard, somebody with a nice beard. Yeah, thank you. And as the water leaks out of that toilet, and then Death retracts it, like there's no other scene where Death sets up the kill and then visibly like removes its trail in this movie. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I didn't think of that. The toilet I leaks and it's yeah. water, but it's so uh, such so obviously like a jelly shape, like like. like <laughs> effects are bad on it and then yeah as after he dies the water like leaves as if the water like actually committed this crime i just got an image of the devil with like a little like invisible shop back yeah like a sweet <laughs> like pulling it back yeah exactly uh, i didn't catch that that's good also um towards the end when he picks up the 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 live wire and saves uh clear alex is literally sizzling on the ground he is fucking deceased let's get a few things straight about live, or really just one thing straight about live wires you cannot touch them you get vaporized and the house would have been on fucking right like blazing fire like it ripped all through the house and like there was maybe some smoke but like the house would have been blazing fire uh alex would have been yeah doa uh, he wouldn't have gotten to tell her, oh, you're grounded. You're in the car. It's, the tires will save you. Don't touch anything. <laughs> wow. Uh, fucking thinking fast. He would have been fucking right? vamoosed. Um, <laughs> and as Ali Lard is going to escape in that scene, like, magically the car keys, Jamie pointed this out. Magically the car keys, like in every horror movie, the car keys are just in there. Like, oh, they're in the, they're in the, um, the rear view. The, the, the oh, rear the mirror. visor. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. in the visor or they're just in the ignition. Like, no, who just leaves their fucking keys there when you go home? Like, that's just stupid. Um, it, it reminds me a lot of, like, the Geico commercial that's on now when they're like, oh, let's run, let's run away here. Let's go towards the person juggling chainsaws. And they're like, what about the running car over there? Shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't be going out to get away? Like, no, no, let's go here. It's more dangerous. That commercial's been running for, like, 10 years. Those actors are living pretty on residuals. At fat paychecks. Fucking kills me. Get that mailbox money going. <laughs> now it goes direct deposit right through the SAG app trap. Oh, fairness. Just, just so you know. Man, I, I, I cashed one in for a dollar sixty-one last week. God bless. Yeah, thank you. Anyway, um, yeah, no, he he's and then they don't really explain any sort of recovery or anything like that. Like, and also the FBI guys run in there like Alex. Oh my God, Alex, don't die! Like you yep. were just pretty much shooting at this kid. Fucking yeah, they 20 just, they, minutes ago. They just spent an hour and 25 minutes trying to lock this kid up or kill him. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Who in God's name flies ever again, let alone six months after all of that shit happens? If you know death exists, why would you fly? Why would you spit in death's face and fly the exact flight that you were going to the first place with cohorts of yours who also cheated death i don't understand that it 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 did deserve to get killed for that like you don't fucking look death in the face and be like you know what pal fuck you i win no you don't because yeah. that's when you die that's when you die like fucking stupid what's his face who dies at the end oh carter well carter. also also carter fucking, fucking stinks devin sawa is uh, clearly is not done with this thing yet and he's he's still doing his like little math as to like where death was and where they should be he still clearly suspects that they might be getting killed again he goes yep. and gets on a fucking plane across yeah. the country oh, excuse me across the ocean jesus yeah I, yeah I don't get it i don't i don't yeah that's a bad liberty that's a very bad liberty that they take also 
in that scene, all of a sudden, Allie Larder becomes the character from Varsity Blues. Yeah. She went from like goth, fucking like dark, you know, sort of uh, rebel teenager to, to ha- goes blonde. through goes through <laughs> goes through a fucking horrifying several horrifying traumas and comes out of it a fucking like cheerleader. Yep. Don't get it. <laughs> don't don't it's understand ridiculous. it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I still love the movie. Um, all right, so let's go to most redeeming moments. Uh, just good tension at the airport, and and then leading up to the plane crash and all that shit. I th- I just thought that it was very well paced. I don't have anything in this category, at all for redeeming. And I don't, and it's not. So I, I was talking about it with Jamie beforehand. I'm like, and and sort of what I was alluding to at, at the at the top. Like, I don't dislike this movie. I'm not killing this movie. It's just and like it's an average suspenseful movie so like I, there was sure i had a, a sort of a laundry list of like cringeworthy things or things that made me like question the the, the filmmakers you know brains but for redeeming there's nothing that jumped out at me that i'm like wow this was this was really good this was really funny this was whatever like not none of it happened even even the deaths i thought i was gonna like the deaths more than i did and that's why i want to watch two and three because i, I really think they they stepped their game up for those next two movies. I was hoping to like have more weird, crazy deaths. I think there's really only two big cre- outside of the plane crash um, and Carter at the end. There's only two like booby trap, like big time, you know, like there's the, the kid in the back. Uh, what's his name? Todd. Uh, Todd with one, Todd with one D. Yeah, uh, Todd's yeah. a booby trap one. Terry, the girlfriend who gets hit by the boss, she's, uh, as she's in but the middle. But that's not a build-up. I'm that's not, the mean I'm girl. Not letting this, I'm not letting this define it. <laughs> uh, Mrs. Luton, yeah, she her computer explodes. Her house goes on fire. She pulls the dish towel off of a knife rack. The knife falls through her heart. Devin Sawa comes in, tries to help her. Another explosion ensues, knocks a chair down, puts the knife deeper into her heart. Like She died <laughs> like a... Just like a, a comedy movie's death, like whether you just can't you can't kill the person, just like over, like almost like she was the bad guy in Scream, where like you think they're dead, and the parents are like, "Nah, I'm back." Um, <laughs> uh, Stifler or Billy getting uh, like his head cut in half. It's not a beheading; his head gets cut in half. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised. Um, so that's that. I that's another sort beheading. of one. Like, it's a good, it's a good head fake there, I guess. That they make you think that Carter is going to die there the whole time. Like, he's the one pushing the pedal. It's his turn. It's his turn. It's his turn. And then they get him to escape or cheat death there. And, like, Billy gives his big victory speech about shooting death and fuck you. And boom. (laughs) Head slice right in half. See you later, buddy. How do you feel about Sean William Scott in this movie? It's a waste of him. It's a complete waste of him. I can get on board with that. I I don't think it's... I think he's miscast. He's, he's yeah. very he's very badly miscast. It does not play to his strengths at all. He's coming off of American Pie. Pie was 99. This was 2000. Like he's right in like his ascension. Mm-hmm. It's a big like four or five years for him there. Yeah. It's it's American Pie 99. This 2000 Road Trip 2000 Dude Where's My Car 2000. Evolution 01, Pi 01, Pi 201. Like he's his 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 cameo in, in old school in 03. Like he's crushing it on, on this three year stretch. 
but all playing like this a similar ish like type of person and it, mm. it's a complete 180 from that here and it stinks like he's the he's the loser he's the kid who doesn't fit in he's like starving for attention like it's not his niche and it it stinks it's it's a bad role i what's well, it's not a great role in in at all i actually would have liked to have seen him play carter yeah that would have been cool for sure his well, his brashness as as he's known for like with stifler and some other characters is is much more suited for the carter role than it is for billy yeah all right I could uh I I'm I'm cool with that take. That's pretty much where I was where I was at. There's also the line though, um, please tell me I'm gonna see the Jets win a Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> got, got, bad, got bad news for you. <laughs> uh, Twenty years later God. and you can die tomorrow and it's still not gonna happen. The only thing worse than being a Giants fan right now. Yeah. Well, they'll get Trevor Lawrence. Anywho, anyway. any other redeeming moments or features of this movie i think it's a great ending I, i'm a little like the the build-up to it is a little ridiculous because they they're getting on the flight and that's just so egregious but the idea uh like i just love ending it on well who's next as the whatever the sign is coming correct i do too it's of, it's very similar to like the ending of i know what you i know what you did last summer where she gets the note again at the end i don't even remember or like someone like breaks through like her window or something it's there's another like it's a very clear lead to a sequel. My only problem with the ending is that it's not gory at all. Like that sign is coming to kill Carter and it's just, you know, it kills him, but like, you don't see the splatter. You don't see him get like diced up by it. Like just go for it here, man. You're in a fucking horror gory movie. Like just fucking go for it. Well, I the, mean, to pause right before that moment of impact, like it doesn't leave us as a cliffhanger, whether or not Carter lived, like that he ducked this fuck. No, he's fucking chopped in a million pieces. Show me that motherfucker die. He stinks. I was cool with it. I, I was cool with not. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's a smaller budget probably than the rest of them. So they probably didn't have enough money. You know, they probably just didn't have the money for it. They probably The money probably went into the special effects for that scene of the fucking billboard coming down. But I, I see what you're talking about. I just I just love like the, the abrupt cut to black, leaving you a little bit hanging. Also, I think you could do I, it with a blood splatter to the screen and then credits. Okay. His brains and his like, you know, little little skull just turns fragments just yeah. Just kaput. Just mush um, him up. <laughs> just mush him right in there. I actually just rewatched right after that I watched Saw, the first one. And man, is it fucking satisfying in a horror movie when the when the bad guy wins. Yeah. Something about it in horror is just awesome. Jigsaw's a fucking great, great villain. He is a great villain. It's unfortunate because Saw is is like a 50, so we won't be able to do it here on the podcast. But I'm curious to hear your take on Carrie Elway's in that movie. He's a little much. He's a he's, he's a little much. Yeah, he he's the worst part. He's the worst part of the movie. By um, a landslide. Hey Chris, is anyone from Lost in that movie? Yes. I hate you. Was that a trick question? No, I knew. There's two. There's two actors from Lost in that movie, actually. Anyway, <laughs> could could this movie exist in 2020? Yes. Yeah. This this premise I, works like this. This, I you know, I would like to see another spin on it, maybe or something else. But sure. I would love to see how current technology plays into this now. 
meaning like like how people die like with weird tech ways i don't know like someone dying on fucking tiktok or something you know like like something <laughs> i mean there are <laughs> movies know. like that like there's a movie called like so there, there are there are shittier like versions of this where like there's like man i forget the name of it but yeah i guess like it could be like a a facebook killer or a fucking right yeah yeah i yeah. think that'd be cool yeah I'm, I'm on board with it a social media slasher movie yeah yeah i could see that all right rising nominees none academy award nominations it's gonna be hard to believe but also none What's next? Most gifable moment. Oh, I forgot to write one down. Shit. What's yours? For, for me, it's just the choice between like the deaths. Like if you're gonna give something for this movie, it's gonna just be that or the like the plane ripping open at the beginning. It's gonna be something of the the suspenseful like horror thing. It's definitely not gonna be holding a live wire, just watching it fucking trying to ride it like a bucking bronco. <laughs> definitely not gonna be that one. Maybe maybe paddling to get away. Like if you're trying to signal yeah. someone they're making the the worst escape of all time, you can send them a gift of Devin Sawa paddling a rowboat. <laughs> well, what about um the girl getting hit by the bus? Yeah. Oh, That's although it. maybe Regina George probably has that market covered. No, because this is this is she explodes, like she gets splatted <laughs> she gets exploded <laughs> yeah all right that's my pick the explosion explosiveness i'm with, it. I'm with of, it. uh terry was her name terry correct all right mvp death uh, okay i'm gonna say menthol to make tears in you know for actors who can't cry or if you want to like show somebody like worn out or high or something like that you put like this like little menthol paste underneath your eyelid not underneath your eyelid like right at the corner of your eye and it produces tears and it like reddens you up and like swells your eyes a bit i feel like there are several actors in this movie who do a really bad job of acting but have tears flowing down their mm. face so that's an mvp nom for me also i think devin sawa is good he's good He's good. What's uh what's your favorite role of his? Questions for Chris. Oh. Idle Hands. It's a very good one. It's on the list. I like that movie a lot. So what what Idle Hands has and this movie doesn't and and maybe it's just me being like uh a teenager again mentally like going back to seeing this. There's no nudity in this movie. There's no sex. There's no like horror movies I yeah. think need to have some sort of sexual aspect. There's some te- there's there's notif- notice- noticeable tension between um, between Devin Sawa and Ali Lauder and like they're basically like dating by the time they go to Paris I think because they're very like mm-hmm. handsy and cutesy like getting off the plane but like there could have been a scene where they at least like made out or like fooled around yeah apparently there was something that they shot on the beach that was like a little bit more of like a tensiony or make out whatever and it got cut according to IMDb interesting. Actually, that's it's one thing I kind of respect about it that it didn't fall into that. I I disagree with you. I don't think comedy, excuse me, I don't think horror needs it. Saw doesn't have any of it. Like there, there's a lot of movies that get away with not. I don't know, and and that's another thing too. I just didn't buy that there were a couple at the end, and I also didn't buy why they be friends with Carter. Carter does nothing redeemable. No, nothing whatsoever. It's just the fact that they they are the only survivors, so like they have that like unifying 
yeah. experience, but that's that's about it. By the way, the correct answer to what's your favorite Darren Sour Roll is Little Giants. <laughs> that's a good one. I, I I thought about that, but I fucking love Idle Hands. We got to yeah, do it on this. Yeah, it's next Halloween. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my question for you is if Devin Sawa starts freaking out like that, even if you don't know him, he's just like some guy who gets up screaming that, do you get off the plane? Yeah, I mean, we already covered that. I, do, I don't fly well in general. I don't fly without Xanax, yeah. red wine, whiskey, or all of it. So, yeah, I'm the fuck out of there. Like, assuming I'm not, like, passed out from Xanax and bourbon already, which I'm I'm usually not at that point of, of the takeoff process, yeah, I'm the fuck out of there. <laughs> Like, I'm just, I'm canceling everything. Like, I'm back in my bed in, like, 40 minutes. All right. Good. Good. LVP. Sean William Scott's character. It just it did nothing for me. It's, 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 like I said, it's, it's a miscast role for him. It's, it's a dud. I wanted more from him when I, I, I kind of forgot he was in it. And I saw him in the credits and I'm like, oh, cool. Like, maybe he'll be, like, the comedic, like, lift in this movie. Um, nope. He was not. He stunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have three nominees, none none of which are Sean William Scott, Todd, and his fucking terrible New York accent. Yep, I accept so, that uh, nomination. Uh, Carter, and the actress who plays the teacher. I thought she. Sucked. Yeah, she's not. For, yeah, those three are all fine choices. Like, uh, yeah, there's yeah a plethora of of poopy to choose from here. Yeah, what do you think? I think Carter probably because he's he's in it the most. Right. The other yeah, two I didn't give a make shit an, make, when he make died. An earlier, make an earlier exit, and you feel at least a little bit bad for, like, Todd's character and his parents. Like, I feel, who live in a fucking sweet-ass gated house, by the way. Like, when he was running up there, like, <laughs> that house is fucking sweet. Um, when I talked about menthol tears, I was talking specifically about Todd's dad. He yeah. just kind of walks out with no acting emotion whatsoever, but he's got these, like, puffy, teary eyes. And he's like, <laughs> you fucking took both my sons, you. With that horrifying New York, you, mother, uh, you motherfucker, you, you motherfucker, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, devil's advocate. You clearly had, you clearly have some thoughts. Um, no, I mean just, just I generally agree. Like it's, it's a good premise, and not super well executed. Like it's, it's fine. Like I, I it's, it's. It's such a fucking cop out for me to just keep saying, but like the movie is just, it's all right. It's all right. Fine. So, can I guess your personal tomato rating? Go ahead. 53. It's a 50. It's a, I can take it or leave it. It's a okay. coin toss. Okay. It's a straight up, it's a straight up coin toss. No, mine's an 80. Docked 80? five points. Yeah. I fucking like it. I don't know. There's something it can just, wow. I, I, I have a lot to say about it. I have a lot of, uh, little nitpicks and stuff but it, i think it knows what it is it's fun and I, like i said i i feel like it was the bridge between two be, between two trends of horror movies it went from the slasher to the booby trap sort of gore fest like i feel like if this movie 80 80 wow 80 all right i, I may, stand by it that may make you the person who has the highest opinion of this movie i don't think so i think that i'll have some defenders out there Please hit hit me up at Chris Russell NYC. Hit him in the junk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I guess I guess we're uh, I guess I guess we're done.
We are done. <laughs> what uh, what are we doing next week? Next week on the Forty Under Forty podcast, we finish up our spooky run here with a beloved Halloween classic, Hocus Pocus. I'll put a spell on you. I'm gonna. You don't look excited. Okay. I'm gonna say I'm gonna save it for next week. I have not watched this movie in probably 25 years. I would say just wear something flame retardant next week. Well, you're you are full of it tonight. All right. Well, <laughs> we will be back next week with Hocus Pocus. This is the 40 Under 40 podcast. I am Chris Russell. I'm still Chris Mangan. He's he's still there. He's still there. He's still Chris Mangan. All right. We will see you next week with a very Halloween special. Hocus Pocus. See you. Have a good night.